this is Andrew bringing you a Keyforge deck reveal and review. I'm doing this one audio only, and we'll see how that goes. Um, I just ended up in a in the car, a little bored with a few decks with me, so I'm just gonna go through it only with audio. And if you hear a wind in the background, that's my uh, that's my AC. So deal with it. Um, Oh, wow. So, it's Dark Tidings. I, I opened it, and it came out the wrong way, and I already saw that it synced them. So, let me see what the name is and see if I can guess the other two houses. But, uh, I already know that it's synced them, so try not to find out more just yet. Alright, so, oh, I saw Logos, too. So, the name is Yenta Rink Captain. I'm going to guess Star Alliance for the third house. Oh, it's Shadows, actually, so wow. I only had one to guess, and I got it wrong. So this is going to be Sanctum, Shadows, and Logos. Um, that's an interesting combo. I, I am hoping for efficiency in Logos. That's pretty important. Uh, Sanctum is really going to have to be the bulk of the board control, although Shadows can do some damage-based. And then I'm hoping for... There's possibilities for Amber Control in all three, but probably least so in Logos. And the Shadows can uh, race forward with Steel, whereas in Sanctum, I might slow down the opponent with some Capture. And meanwhile, uh, there are some, some Sanctum Rush cards as well. So we'll see what we get. All right. Starting out, we have Tide Warp. That's an interesting artifact to start with it's a rare artifact with a bonus amber it's a power and it says at the start of your turn if the tide is high your opponent raises the tide otherwise you raise the tide sure okay well that's kind of a fun effect um brain eater is a six power cyborg and beast after an enemy creature is destroyed fighting it you draw a card very nice Oh, Mecha Buoy is an artifact with a bonus amber. It's an item, and it says at the start of each player's turn, if the tide is high for that player, they gain one amber. That's really interesting with Tide Warp. Um, and actually, I think... So, the interesting interaction here between Tide Warp and Mecha Buoy is... Uh, on your turn, one of them... They, they have the same timing trigger, so... If you have them both out, you get the amber either way, because if the tide is low for you at the end of your opponent's turn, then you trigger Tide Warp first, and then Mecha Buoy. Uh, for your opponent, they don't have the option to you know, decide the order unless they also have a Tide Warp, because uh, Tide Warp is at the start of your turn, not theirs. So that's an interesting uh, little setup there. Oh, but, but yeah, if the tide is high for you at the end of your opponent's turn, then you trigger Mecha Buoy first, and then Tide Warp. Osterala Seaborg is a four-power robot with reap. Deal two damage to a creature. If this damage destroys that creature, raise the tide. That could be an interesting way to keep pushing it back to high on your turn. Bilge Warden also manipulates the tide. Uh, it switches it when it plays or reaps, so it can raise it back for your opponent. That's also interesting. We have Final Analysis, which is an action that blows everything up, and then each player draws cards equal to the number of creatures they had that were destroyed that way. Um, it's a good board clear. It's just, uh, 
sad if you give your opponent a ton of draw, but sometimes it's the right move. Information exchange here steals one, but if your opponent stole on their last turn, you steal two instead. That's pretty nice. Uh, P.I. Sweven, two power creature. Um, after it reaps, if the tide is high, you draw three cards. We can keep that alive. That's good. And then we have a static charge, too. That's an upgrade that makes a creature deal two damage to each of its neighbors, and it has a bonus amber on it. Um, that's a fun card. Got two of those. Cool. Two static charges. Um, that's some nice board control in the Logos. No Amber control in the Logos yet, except the, the next card here is Submersive Principle, and that will, that'll be our Logos-based Amber control. Oh, I should count the information exchange. But, um, Submersive Principle is an action. When you play it, each player loses one Amber. If the tide is high, each player loses half their Amber instead, rounding down the loss. So, that can be a nice way to... Uh, drag your opponent down a bit and we got oh a second one of those cool i think that finishes out the logos but that's actually some nice logos based amber control all right on to the sanctum uh we start off with numquid the fair who's a three power human with play destroy an enemy creature repeat this effect if your opponent still controls more creatures than you uh that's nice because you just blitz through their whole board then we have uh or you know it, it, you drop them down to whatever you had that could actually be a nice way to go after final analysis you do final analysis and then uh, they take a turn where maybe they play out a bunch of creatures but then you follow up with a numquid and even things out could be really good barrister joya is a five power human knight with an armor that says enemy creatures can't reap a very nice effect there's two of them in here that's really nice uh, board and amber control then we have a doorstep to heaven which drops both of you down to five it gives you a pit first then drops you each down to five if you had more great amber control uh gray auger it get gives its neighbors fight gain one that's pretty good light everlasting is an action with a bonus amber that lets you play a sanctum creature from your discard pile anywhere in your battle line so that could bring back the numquid if that's what you need you could also bring back the joya if that's what you need so really good options there um, you could even, I guess, bring back the Grey Augur, put it between a couple other Sanctum creatures, and then fight with them to get Amber. Um, lots of nice options. Marshall Ewer has Play Fight, Raise the Tide. Um, is a four-power, two-armor Spirit Knight. Got two of those. So, wow, lots of Tide control effects here, including the Tide Warp. So, uh, seems really fun. I, I actually wish we had more Mecha Boobies here. Sir Bevor is a one-power alien knight with five armor and taunt we have a strange ordination which gives you it's just three pips but the tide has to be high for you to play it and then taxing journey uh, is an action with a bonus amber that says a friendly creature captures one each of its neighbors that shares a house with it also captures one very nice and we have two of those um so that's that's pretty cool let's see how much amber do we have so far five six seven eight nine ten eleven amber so far just in the first two houses uh, and then a doorstep to heaven and two submersive principles along with two taxing journeys to um, slow the opponent down so that's pretty good telling the opponent they can't reap with two barrister joy is also very good so i'm liking this so far and then we'll have to see what we get out of shadows first card we see is early birds it's an action with two bonus amber it has alpha 
and it says play ready each shadows card um that's not a great effect really i think you just play this for two amber um but readying each shadows card um is really only good if your opponent is doing stuff to exhaust on their turn which isn't going to be super common we actually have two of these which is a bit counter synergistic because they both have alpha now if we don't get them on the same turn that's a lot of amber so that's really cool of course they're great in furnace targets too we have a, those and the uh strange ordination are all just yikes just begging in furnace to murder them but um but yeah i there i mean it's it's a lot of amber so i guess that's okay Finch Cloak is a four-power elf thief with fight reap. If you have less than your opponent, steal one. Otherwise, each player gains one, which is yeah, pretty nice actually. Uh, little Nif, Omega deploy elusive, and after a neighbor of it fights, steal one. That can be cool if you can pull it off. I don't know that it's 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 always hard to pull off, but maybe if we get next to the Bevor, it could be okay. Monty Bank, uh, one power elf thief. When you play it, you can exalt it up to two times. You almost never want to do that. But then it has action, steal one amber for each amber on it. And if we can get this with looter pillage, then it's pretty nice because you can kind of leave it there, see if your opponent does anything with it, and then um, and then suddenly load it and steal a bunch. So it becomes a a must kill. But I don't think we're gonna get that set up. Um, and in fact, our next card we see is safer sorry which is an action that lets you choose to either archive any number of friendly creatures from play or choose an opponent and deal one to it for each amber your opponent has. Um, safer, sorry, is there anything here that we'd really want to... I don't know if there's anything here we'd really want to archive, except maybe you put the numquid back in your archives or something like that. That could be really good. Um, maybe Bilgewater, something like that. Uh, or Bilge Warden, I mean. Otherwise, you choose a creature and deal one damage to it for each amber your opponent has. That seems the likelier option. Uh, the Flying Spectre is a ship that says after your opponent raises the tide, you destroy it, and it has action, steal one if the tide is high. It just, it, that's never going to do much. Oh, well. Card Simpson could do a little. Um, nothing so far to immediately use it, unless your opponent has exactly one amber, or two, I guess, in which case Safer Sorry might work for you. But, um, We'll see what else we get. But Hard Simpson, fun card to try to work around or try to work with. Has elusive, and after it's dealt damage, you steal one, unless the tide is low, in which case your opponent steals one. Jackie Tar, two-power elf thief with elusive. After it reaps, you deal one damage to a creature, but if the tide is high, you deal six instead. Um, that's fun. And we do have a looter pillage in here, actually, so that could work a looter pillage you choose to either steal one or have a friendly creature capture three if your opponent is on six and you have a ready money bank looter pillage you capture three with the money bank and then you action it to steal three that's a that's great um but otherwise that's a little meh we got a one-eyed willa who has fight steal one two power and while the tide is high has elusive and skirmish and then we have a sea urchin which is a one-power Aquan Thief with poison, and when you play it, you capture an amber, but if the tide is high, you steal one instead. Uh, I have not seen a lot of sea urchins, actually, in my decks. I really want to see more of those. Um, yeah, because they're... I, I like sea urchin... Uh, if, if the tide is high, then I think sea urchin is a better card than urchin, because um, I'd rather have poison than elusive. But, um, yeah, so... 
I mean, that's it's a lot of pips here, which is bad for Infernus, but um, could be pretty okay. And then um, interesting plays with the final analysis. Maybe that sets up a good um, uh, some good stuff into it, like a nice Sanctum turn or something like that. Again, those submersive principles could be really nice. So this this seems like a fun deck that is very very dark tidings. So uh, basically, I need to play it and see how it goes, um, and I am eager to do that, but um, I'm not sure if it's good, but it seems very, very dark tidings, so I am, that, that's hard to complain about. Um, but anyway, that was Yenta Rink Captain. Uh, thanks for listening, and hope you enjoyed. I definitely enjoyed making it. So if you can do so safely, get out there and forge some keys.